Welcome to Global Outpouring, where we contend for the outpouring of the Holy Spirit promised in Joel 2.28, and we equip for the outpouring so that we may engage in the outpouring. I'm Philip Buss. And I'm Sharon Buss. Welcome to the podcast today. We are moved by the Holy Spirit to share with you a life-changing experience that we have lived through many, many times. And it's about having an appointment with God. God wants you to know that you can have an appointment with Him because your appointment with God will increase your spiritual authority. Welcome to the podcast today. We want to encourage you to give us some feedback. If there's anything that you want to be hearing about, let us know. Write to us by email at feedback at globaloutpouring.org and let us know what's on your heart. Let us know if you've been blessed by these podcasts and let us know what's on your heart if you have something that you need to hear about to help you contend and equip and engage for the global outpouring as the Holy Spirit is poured out upon all flesh, as the Word of God says. We're going to refer to a book today called Your Appointment with God, a Bible study on fasting written by Gwen Shaw. It's available on our website as well as many other books. Um, Sister Gwen was our founder and she was a prolific writer. She would come down with a book like somebody else might come down with a cold. And she was a forerunner. Absolutely. The Lord would give her a message and all of a sudden, four or five years later, it's the big thing out there. Yes. And we've noticed that there's somewhat of a surge in uh, calling people to fasting. And some people still haven't ever even engaged in fasting. And it is one of the secrets to increasing your spiritual authority so that you will be prepared to engage in this outpouring. It's, it's for contending for the outpouring, and it's also a part of your equipping. So we want to just jump in and talk about the things that, um, that God wants you to experience with him in an appointment with him in fasting. Whether it's a long fast, whether it's a short fast, remember that Jesus said to his disciples, if you want to be my disciple, deny yourself, take up your cross and follow me. So one of the best ways to deny yourself is to deny yourself the thing that you love to do daily, multiple times a day. You like to put something in In your your mouth. mouth. (laughs) (laughs) So sometimes fasting might even just be when the Holy Spirit checks you and says, don't eat that piece of chocolate cake. It might be just Mm. that simple. Mm -hmm. Remember when, when Adam and Eve were in the Garden of Eden? And God said, don't eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Uh It'll kill (laughs) you. Don't eat that tree. Don't eat from that tree. Don't eat that fruit. And of course, we know how the serpent beguiled Eve and Eve gave to her husband and they both ate it. And look what havoc we've had ever since because they couldn't obey that one commandment of the Lord. Don't eat it. Mm Mm-hmm. 
And there's lots of things that um, we would all be better off if we didn't eat certain things, you know, even just, you know, read those labels. Don't eat hydrogenated oils. Don't eat sugar. And, and there's many names for sugar on those labels. And, <laughs> and, and there's, there's things that are, that are in the foods that we shouldn't be eating. So, you know, we, we need to learn not to eat certain things. But there are times when God wants to call us aside into an appointment with him. Mm-hmm. The word in Hebrew for fast, to fast, is the word swum. And it literally means to cover the mouth. And I know that in, in my personal experience, I, I don't fast easily. I don't I don't like to fast. Who, who <laughs> likes to fast? Yeah. I mean, Sharon is low blood sugar and low... Low blood pressure. Low blood pressure, and that's that's not always a good combination. Uh, no, no. And Especially in the morning when you have to get up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm better than I used to be, though. Yes, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, it takes a supernatural thing to give mm-hmm. me a fast. And when God puts his hand over my mouth, it's like I can tell... There's a supernatural thing that comes over me that enables me to fast, even if it's just a one-day fast. Maybe it's just a part of the day fast, uh, or, or maybe it's a 10-day fast, or a 3-day fast, or a 7-day fast. One time he called me to a 30-day fast. One of my first experiences was with a 21-day fast. It, it changes your life, though. And the reason why we know about this is because our founder, Gwen Shaw, who founded this ministry had an experience when she was a missionary in Hong Kong in the early 1960s. I would mm-hmm. say it was around... 63, I believe. 63, yes, I yeah. think you're right. She was, uh, she'd been a missionary since 1947, went to China. Um, long story short, had to escape from the communist takeover and worked in Taiwan, worked in Hong Kong. And, you know, she was just being a good missionary. She had had a sovereign Holy Ghost call, Mm -hmm. uh, calling her to China. And she had everything going for her. Yeah. I mean, as far as, but she knew there was something missing. Yes, she did. And one day, uh, a man from India, a man of God from India, came to Hong Kong, and she was his interpreter. And she saw God moving in a way that she had not ever seen among the Chinese. Now, she had come into the into the things of God in, in a tremendous move of Pentecost. But this was something she'd never seen among the Chinese, and she was asking him, what is the secret of your power? He said, do you really want to know? She said, yes. He said, uh, God gave me a 30-day fast on water. And ever since... The fire of revival has followed me everywhere I go. And she saw it. She saw mm-hmm. it happening. So she began to seek the Lord for her own fast. And the Lord gave her a 21-day fast on liquids. And as soon as she finished her fast, the Lord spoke to her as she was finishing it and said, Hong Kong, God used King James English with her. Hong Kong is going to be too straight, meaning too narrow, too confined for the ministry I'm going to give you, I'm sending you to the nations. Hmm. And when he sent her to the nations, she began to see the fire fall everywhere she went. And that's the anointing that caught our hearts, caught Philip's mother's heart. She was Sister Gwen's best friend. And uh, God called her sovereignly to a fast when Sister Gwen was fasting again later on in uh, in the early 70s. So God began sending Sister Gwen to the nations and 
and the fire fell everywhere she went. Yes. So she taught about fasting. And then in 1966, she saw this tremendous outpouring that the Lord was doing in, in Argentina. She heard about it. She said, Lord, I want a piece of that. He sent her there, and she was she was seeing God do such amazing things. To, she came home to her hotel that night. She said, Lord, why are you using me like this? And he said, it's because I know you will do anything I tell you to do. She said, you mean that's all there is to it? <laughs> he said, yes. You mean anybody can do this? He said, anybody who will obey me. Mm. So she yes. travailed in that moment. She got down on her knees and she began to pray with travailing, weeping, howling prayer for God to raise up 10,000 women who, like herself, would obey God in anything that he told her to do. And that, we believe, was the, was the conception in the spirit of this ministry. Yes. And we're carrying it forward, knowing that God is going to pour out his spirit upon all flesh. The Lord spoke to her and said, I'm going to call other people to fast just like you have fasted. And they're going to get this anointing and they're going to be used by me as well. And so that's what our heart is in this podcast, is to bring you a challenge to fast. In a fast that God gives, because the fast that God gives, the supernatural sovereign fast, is not the same as like a fast for health uh, or a fast because everybody else is doing it or mm -hmm. a fast to lose weight. It is a fast that comes because the sovereign God has put his finger on you. He's put his hand over your mouth and he's called you to whatever length of a fast it is. For us, the, the life changer was 21 days. Yeah. Uh -huh. What was yours, Philip? Mine was a 28-day fast, my first one. And I'd just gotten saved and and it was just totally changed my life around. It was just, just amazing. And I mean, I just totally cut off the old life that I was in and you know I was into rock and roll all that you know sort of thing and all that went out and took all my records only played one time smashed them all because I put them on a cassette if you remember what those were <laughs> and I never play the record again if the cassette broke I had an original recording but I destroyed all my records I wouldn't even give them to anybody and changed I changed your life changed my life on this fast and it was just like and just broke the things off that, you know, I was 26 years old when I did this. You know, I came back to the Lord. I've been backslidden for a while. You know, and I just got put forth in ministry. Like, <laughs> wow, I got thrown into the deep end. Yeah. You know, it was amazing. You know, and we you know, didn't go to Bible school, anything like that. We had our own Bible school eventually. Yes, we did. But God saw the plan and purpose for my life. And uh, even though the devil tried to destroy it, Mm -hmm. You know, it's, uh, you know, God preserved me and he, he, you know, through my whole backslidden uh, part of my life and because and he had a plan for me to do. That's true. Hallelujah. It's true. And and because you fasted 28 days, I knew that you were the one for me because that had been my fleece before the Lord, that the one that, that would be for me would fast 21 days to become a part of this ministry and an extra seven for me. And lo and behold, you did it without me even saying anything. <laughs> so when you proposed under the influence of the Holy Spirit, when when you first got the baptism in the Holy Spirit and you staggered over to me when you got up off the floor and said, how'd you like to get engaged? I was able to say yes. 
after I was a little cheeky at first. But anyway, it changed your life. It changed your life in every possible way. And it yours changed, too. Yes, it changed my life too. It changed my life when I fasted and it changed your li my life when you fasted. Yeah. Hallelujah. Oh. So in scripture, we have some tremendous illustrations of fasting that that were life-changing and supernatural. Mm -hmm. A really good example is Moses. Yeah, uh-huh. And Moses, when when the Lord called him up there at Sinai, and the mountain shook, you know, and there's lightning on the mountain, and it's smoking, and I like the King the King James version says it was altogether on a smoke. Mm -hmm. And the Lord called Moses up into the mountain, and he went up into the glory for forty days. He was in the presence of the Lord, in the glory. Because when you're in the glory of God, you don't need anything else. It's true. And then he had this situation after 40 days of not eating or drinking. He came down the mountain, found that the children of Israel had been in trouble. They made a golden calf. They made a big party. They made big trouble. And God was angry and Moses was angry. He broke the tablets that had the Ten Commandments on them. And we don't know how long he was down in the camp, but yeah. we know that shortly thereafter, he went back up into the mountain to intercede for them and spend another, another 40, 40 days. Another 40 days. Wow. wow. 80 days without eating or drinking. Now, that is a supernatural yeah. fast. You talk to people who are scientific and intellectual, and they think that you can't possibly fast for more than three days. You know, you can't go three days with more than three days without water. But when it's a supernatural fast, when mm -hmm. God puts his when hand God over your mouth, yes. or, or if you're so in the presence of God, mm -hmm. being in the presence of God is like, being connect, like, like a baby being connected to its mother through the umbilical cord. The baby's not eating with its mouth, but there is a supernatural, there's an, in, the, in the womb, it's a natural infusion. But in fasting, there can be a supernatural infusion from the presence of the Lord that is all you need. You don't yeah. need more than that because you're in the presence of life. So Moses was able to, to do two 40-day fasts back to back, and he came down the mountain shining. Yeah. It changed his whole countenance. Yeah, they, had, they said, please cover your face because it's shining so bright. We can't stand it. We can't stand that. I mean, that takes a lot of, a lot of light to, you know, to say that, something like that. Wow. Yes. You know, it, it changes your countenance yeah. when you've been in the presence of God. And that's what happened on the Mount of Transfiguration. Right. The, you know, Jesus was transfigured before them. And, his, and his, his, he just shined with the glory of God. He was there with uh, Moses and Elijah. It's true. Yeah. And then when they came down the mountain from that experience, Jesus returned to his normal appearance. Uh -huh. They came down the mountain, and here's these other disciples. A man has brought his demon-possessed son to them. Please help me. Please <laughs> help me save my son. And they were not able to cast out that devil. And so Jesus shows up fixes the problem, casts out the demon. <laughs> and, then, and then afterwards, the disciples came to Jesus and said, come on, what happened? Yeah, in uh, the Passion uh, uh, version, you know, Mark nine twenty nine, he answered them, this type of powerful spirit can only be cast out by fasting and prayer. That's the secret. That's the secret. Having an appointment with God. 
increases your spiritual authority. Jesus started out his ministry with a 40-day fast. And when he was in the weakest possible time, after he had actually finished his fast, the 40 days were over, that's when the devil showed up. And yeah. don't think he won't show up to you yeah. <laughs> if you have an appointment with God. He will try to do something to tempt you to fall off. Anything you try to do to get closer to God, the devil's going to fight you. It's true. You he know, tries. That, that's true. He tries in every way that he possibly can. Yeah. But Jesus had that prayer life, and he had the fasting life. He knew what to eat and, and what not to eat. And remember when he was at the at the well yeah. in Samaria. With a woman at the well. Yes. Uh -huh. And he said to his disciples, I have food to eat that you, you don't know, know about. Yeah, he sent them to get food, but he didn't need it himself. Yes. And he said, my food is to do the Father's will. Yeah. And when we're fasting in a fast that God has sovereignly called us to. Again, I'm, I'm not talking about fasting to be on the bandwagon. Yeah. I'm talking about fasting because God has sovereignly called you to do it. And that's not to say that when someone makes a call to say, okay, we all need to pray and fast. Yeah. That can be something that God does. Yeah. And, you know, in the book of Esther, you know, in chapter four, you know, it talks about, um, but, you know, for those that don't know the book of Esther, it's, uh, it was, um, Esther the queen was actually a Jew, and it was hidden. They didn't know that. Yeah, and when a decree was made to destroy all the Jews that were in the whole kingdom, which ranged from India to Ethiopia, which was big, you know, the, all the Jews were to be destroyed. And here the queen is a Jew, and nobody knew it. And she called for a fast, said to her uncle, says, everyone fast for me, you know, three days and three nights. That's no food, no water. And that's known as an Esther fast. That's a real severe fast. Mm -hmm. It's not easy. And he says, I'm going to appear before the king, which is against the law of the Medes and Persians. Yeah, she wasn't allowed to come in unless she was bidden unless to come. Unless she was bidden to come in. And so that could be her life right then. And so they fasted, and the Lord brought a mighty deliverance as a result. You read the book of Esther. It's, a, it's an amazing story. And back in 1982, the Lord spoke to a man and he called for a worldwide Esther fast for the Jews to come out of Russia. Because it's time for them to come out. You know, they've been under bondage of, uh, you know, the Soviet system. And our whole staff did a three-day Esther fast. No food and no water. No nothing. No nothing. I mean, it was, and <laughs> and it was, it was tough. hard. <laughs> yeah, it was tough. But as a result of that, it mm -hmm. took some years, but it got the ball rolling and now, I forget how many million Jews there are in Israel today. When everything happened, the doors opened, and they were they were flying them out on 747s and ships, you know, out of the Black Sea. They would take off from Odessa, and they would uh, and they would go uh, go into Tel Aviv, I believe it was the port of Tel Aviv, Haifa, Haifa rather. And so here's all these thousands of Jews coming back to Israel as was promised in the Old Testament. Yes. But it took this fast to kick it off. Yeah, and all it takes obedience. is... Obedience. It takes obedience, <laughs> absolutely. But it, uh, what, what I see in the Spirit is like, like if you've got this really strong piece of glass. Y you used to work in glass, uh -huh. right, Philip? Yeah. So 
if you have a very small point. Yeah, it's like tempered glass. You know, you could hit it with a hammer and won't break. I mean, right. unless you take a, you know, something really big. But if you take an ice pick mm -hmm. and just hit it, you know, like your back window is made of tempered glass and your, on your car on your car and your side windows are all tempered glass and your and your windshield you know used to be laminated you know two pieces of glass with plastic in between it but now much of that is is tempered glass too but if you hit it hardened with an ice pick you can just shatter the whole thing exactly just a very fine sharp point right you know. and that's what a 3 day ester fast can do wow that's a good that's a it's just a very small point yeah but it makes a big point. Yeah. <laughs> it can shatter something. Yeah. It can absolutely shatter something. And remember in, in the book of Daniel, there were a couple times where it, it refers to Daniel fasting. In chapter 9, he realized that it was time for the Jewish people to be able to return back to their land because Jeremiah had prophesied that they would be 70 years in captivity. And he realized, hey, we've had our 70 years in captivity. And he went to fasting and praying, and he prayed this tremendous prayer of repentance. Yeah. And that was the big, that was like that, what, that ice pick hitting mm -hmm. The, the mark to to be to cause that to begin to shatter. And he was a child when he came from Israel. He was one of the captives. That's right. Yes. That's right. And then in chapter 10, it talks about how he fasted for three weeks. Now, on that particular fast, it wasn't a complete denial of food. This is chapter 10, verse 3. I ate no pleasant or desirable food. I'm reading from the Amplified. Nor did any meat or wine come into my mouth, and I did not anoint myself at all for the full three weeks. So he didn't eat anything that was special food. He probably ate mostly vegetables and fruits and, you know, maybe maybe some nuts. He didn't eat any meat. So there's a Daniel fast that can also be very, very powerful. It's a and, denial. We yeah, call it's it a, a denial. Yeah, it's a denial. And But any, do anything that the Holy Spirit gives you. If it's a complete fast of food and water, you know, just obey the Holy Spirit. Tune into what the Holy Spirit says for what kind of fast he's going to give you. Yes. And at the end of this fast, you can read this in chapter 10, where Daniel had a visitation from the Lord. I want to call it the pre-incarnate Christ. And it just describes the glory that he saw. And everybody in the room that was with him, they, they felt a, a great quaking fell upon them. They didn't see the vision, but they fled to hide themselves. He had fasted. The presence of God came down. This great quaking came in the presence of God, and everybody else ran out to hide themselves. Yes. I mean, they went to hide themselves. That's a powerful uh, visitation of the Lord. And is describing to him, he was fighting against the prince of Persia 21 days. And this was also for a release to come for the children of Israel to come out of captivity. Beautiful. You know, and if you study out this prince of Persia, that is actually what is in the Middle East today. Yes, that's, that's another whole subject. That's a whole other subject, <laughs> but that's this whole Islamic thing. This is that same demonic prince. He's still there today. This demonic yeah. being is still in control of many of these uh, uh, Islamic nations of the Middle East. 
And this is what Israel has been up against. Yes. So that's why so many people fast and pray for Israel. The Lord will speak to them, you know, because this is God's chosen land, his people, for these last days. Israel is God's time clock. That's right. So we have uh, Isaiah 58, verse 6, that talks about the fast that God has chosen. And there are four things that fasting will do, according to this verse. It, it's it's for the purpose of loosing the bands of wickedness. And, and this is one of the things that can happen as we fast for the Middle East, as we fast for the people that are captives of Islam. Yeah to be loose from these bands of wickedness. The second thing is that it will undo the heavy burdens. You know, there's so many people that are so heavily burdened by the world standards of things. You know, the world standard is how much money can you make? Mm. How much can you get? How Get, 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 get. And it's really all the spirit of covetousness, the spirit of greed. This is the heavy burden that has been put on our society mm. by, by, the, by the mindset of the world. And fasting can break that. It can break it off of us personally. Mm-hmm. It can break it off of our family. It can break it off of our loved ones our neighborhood, our city, our state, our nation, the nations of the world, whole people groups. Yeah. We, when we fast, a fast that the Holy Spirit gives us will set people free. And it changes your focus. Yes, it yeah, certainly it totally does. It changes your focus. That's what the, it did for me. Absolutely. And the third thing is to let the oppressed go free. Mm-hmm. So getting people out from under their burdens and setting them free. And then the fourth thing is that you break every yoke. Mm-hmm. You break off these yokes of bondage. You break off these yokes of, of false religion. And even, even in our own Christianity, some of our, some of our traditions are not from God. And we've got to get set free from those things so that mm-hmm. we live by the word. Yeah. Not what theologians have said the word means and I don't mean I don't mean anything bad to people who study theology but but sometimes our traditions of what the bible what people interpret the bible to mean mm-hmm. is different from what the bible really means sometimes <laughs> yeah and and we can we can just get pulled off track if you get pulled off track just a little bit it doesn't look like much at the beginning of your trajectory but when you get out far enough, you're far off of yeah. the track. Mm-hmm. And God wants to keep you on the track by his spirit and by his word. You got to have both the spirit and, and the, the word. word. You got to be filled with the Holy Spirit and let him work with you to help you break the yokes off of yourself and your loved ones and the nations. God wants to increase your spiritual authority. He wants to give you something new. And I just want to give you one more piece that's so important. When you break your fast, one of the things that the Lord spoke to Sister Gwen when she was fasting uh, that that uh, water fast that we mentioned earlier when Philip's mother joined her, the Lord spoke to her and and he, sa- he said a number of things. You know, I think I'm just going to read a little bit more than I first intended to. The Lord said this, I have heard your prayers and your cries unto me. And behold, I am come. I have given you 
a special call and divine commission to do a very great work here in America. And then parenthetically, she says, up until that time, I was only on the mission field. The Lord says, I love you for your zeal to search me out. There are many evil forces that work against you and many strong demons who would destroy you. Therefore, you must be very careful to obey me in all things. And I'm going to skip some of this, but I, I, want, to, I want to bring this, this very, very practical word that will help you as you seek the Lord for a fast. I'm asking the Lord to give you sovereignly a fast, whether it's a short one or a long one, but a fast that will change your life, a fast that will loose the bands of wickedness, that will undo heavy burdens, that will let the oppressed go free, that you will break every yoke as you fast and as you pray. Here is what the Lord said to Sister Gwen. And then he added, do not eat too quickly after this fast. Drink more liquids. Try not to gain strength in your own strength. And then I'm not sure whether I was studying with Sister Gwen from this book or whether I was studying to teach that from this book. I have written in my handwriting on the bottom <laughs> of this page something that's from the Lord. Whether Sister Gwen said it, whether he said it directly to me, I don't know, but it's from him. So get this. When you fast, the strength of the soul is being diminished. Remember, we're denying ourselves. We're denying that soul realm. The strength of of the soul is being diminished and added to the spirit. When you begin to eat again, the tension between the two increases and struggles for who is going to be dominant. When you eat slowly, the soul doesn't gain its strength back too quickly and the spirit will remain dominant. Hmm. So the rule of thumb is, however many days you fasted, do a denial for that many days to get back to normal eating. Yeah. So if you're going if you're going to fast for 3 days, take 3 days to get back to normal eating. If you're going to fast 21 days, take 21 days to get back to normal eating. I can testify personally, <laughs> my first 21 day fast, I lost 15 pounds, not that that's the reason for it, but I lost 15 pounds, but I was not careful coming back to eating. In my head, I thought and I was very young, I didn't know better. Nobody had told me this. Well, maybe somebody had told me. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I'm just remembering. Somebody did tell me, but I didn't pay attention, apparently, because I thought, okay, all these 21 days, I haven't had hardly any calories, so I can just have as much as I want. <laughs> I gained back 30 pounds. Lost 15, gained back 30. Not a good way. And it took me months and probably years to lose that extra weight. Wow. Yeah, so don't do that. That what what happens is your body goes into starvation mode. Your body thinks it's starving. It doesn't know that you're having an appointment with God. <laughs> <laughs> no, it should know because God's hand is over your mouth. But it thinks that you're that you are that you are starving. So in in a starvation situation, when you finally get food, your body says, oh, food, I'm going to hang on to this in case, in case this happens again. And so all of that stuff sticks to you. Oh. <laughs> and then it's hard to lose. And you f you'll find that there are people who are very overweight, but they fast all the time. And 
Probably the reason is that they've not been careful about how they've broken how their fast. Yeah. So a word to the wise is sufficient. Mm-hmm. Pay attention and and don't just think that you've reached the end of your fast. Take that same amount of time with the Lord to continue in walking with him, in doing his bidding, in spending extra time in prayer, and go back to eating slowly so that it will increase that spiritual authority. It'll increase that authority in your spirit because you've had an appointment with God. Let us pray for you. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I'm praying for that listener that is feeling a stirring, a stirring, that is feeling that stirring of your spirit resonating in him or her, saying, yes, I want you to have an appointment with me. Lord, I'm praying for that person. Lord, that you would cause your anointing to come that will give that person a supernatural fast. Lord, that you will put your hand over his mouth, that you'll put your hand over her mouth, and that they will feel your anointing come down on them. Take away the hunger, Lord. Cause them to know by the Spirit what they're allowed to have, what they're not allowed to have, how many days this appointment is for, and that you'll give them the grace to come off this fast with your same anointing, Lord, in a denial, Lord, that will that will cause the full loosing the bands of wickedness, undoing heavy burdens, letting the oppressed go free, and breaking every yoke. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Amen. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Your review helps the podcasting platform suggest this podcast to other listeners who are also looking for a great move of the Holy Spirit. Check out our website at globaloutpouring.org to find out more information, read our blogs, connect with us, and donate. You can also browse our web store for life-changing anointed books. Until next time, this is Sharon Buss. And I'm Philip Buss. God bless you with his overwhelming, loving presence. Mm -hmm.